I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. Yes, this gravelly nature to my voice indicates that I just woke up. But, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, it's nice and rainy outside, making everybody just want to get out of bed and go to work. Ugh, guys, I was sarcasm. Uh, I don't know how well it's reading in my groggy state. Uh, had a good week. Ooh, yep, that's happening. Last week, um, because it was all leading up to the premiere of the Nerlogs run, uh, entitled "The Multiverse versus George Lucas" on Friday nights in November at ten o'clock, the Public House Theater. Getting that plug in there real quick. Um, but seriously, it, the show went really well. Um, I think everyone's very proud of the final product. Um, and man, sometimes you just get really, uh, wrapped up in, uh, producing this final product and, uh, rehearsing for it. Uh, just, I was talking to someone last night and I told him the truth. It just feels like I, uh, Weirdly, it feels like I lost last week. Like, it, not lost in the sense of win or loss, but it, it, <laughs> by the end of the week, having a rehearsal almost every night just makes you escape into this hole. Oh, that's my alarm. Proof that I just woke up. I hadn't even turned my alarm off yet. I'm a snoozer. Always have been. Always will be. Drove my mom crazy. I don't think Stephanie likes it very much, but you know what? None of us are perfect. Uh, but yeah, it just, even though it's this thing that we all love, and I I really enjoyed last week, it was a lot of fun, even if it was exhausting. Just something about the timing of it, to going to the same place every night after you've been to the same place every day. Uh, in the sense of this really, you know, structured routine, structured routine, um, not really seeing too many other people aside from, uh, the people that I was working with was, uh, was interesting mentally. And, uh, I saw a number of people last night who were like, Hey, it feels like it's been a long time since I saw you. <laughs> Um, but that's okay, because it was worth it, and, uh, it's not always like that. Ooh, good. Man, this is going great. A lot of yawns, a little alarm action. We're just getting, getting into the real deal, you know? Uh, speaking of the real deal, my guest today, uh, Daniel Duvall, talked to me about bowling, uh, which is a favorite pastime of his that he pretty much got from uh, his dad being a big enthusiast. 
Um, super fun to talk to him about it. Uh, I met Daniel. I honestly can't remember which came first, whether it was meeting him uh, as part of his one group mind team throughout Aristotle, um, because they were on the same night as Reagan Reagan was, or if it was uh, the fact that he's a good friend of uh, one of the other guys in the Nurlocks, so he comes to a lot of those shows. Uh, he has been a supporter of the podcast since I think episode three or four, uh, maybe four or five, um, messaged me about how much he liked it. Um, and even on one Wednesday when I released it super late, messaged me to ask, uh, where's the newest MBSing episode? Making me feel like this thing that I do, even if it's right after I wake up, uh, matters in in the sense that someone is, is looking forward to it, which is cool. And then I, uh, extended the invitation for him to be on the show. And I think it was really, really fun as a result. Um, just a super nice, uh, super genuine person. Um, and he brought us some lineys. So who can fault that? Uh, like I said at the top, Multiverse versus George Lucas, the next three Fridays in November at 10 o'clock at the Public House Theater. Ray Ray Wednesdays, every Wednesday at 8. As always, uh, check out Squall's schedule online. Um, please, please check out the other podcasts on the Nerdologues Network. Those are your stories and uh, the Nerdlogcast. Um I haven't talked about this on a show in the in a while, but we are still running a contest for anyone who leaves a review of any of the three podcasts. Uh, but come on, guys, you're obviously listening to this one. You have to have some opinion on it. Uh, throw a review onto our iTunes page or pages, and you may be chosen at random to be a guest on a live podcast recording of the Nerdlogcast on December 1st. Uh, please, regardless of your interest in that being the uh, uh, possible reward, uh, just uh, go to iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review. It helps us in the iTunes charts. It helps some people discover these podcasts who may not know uh, me or someone in the group. Um, so just give us a little little bit of cool traction, um, if you have any love in your heart, you'll do that. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to me groggily stumble through this and enjoy this much less groggy episode with Daniel Duvall. Thanks. I listened to Nerdist a good bit, but much more because their guests are amazing mm -hmm. than anything else. Their guest list is odd. like I think they've had Mark Hamill. Uh, I know they've had Harrison Ford. Nice. He said uh, when he did Harrison Ford's, he was so nervous that he does not think it was a good interview. <laughs> like I don't think I listened to it, but someone asked him like. What he thought the most starstruck he'd ever been doing the, during the show was, and he said, "Absolutely, Harrison Ford." Like, he was just I can like, see that. "That man is 
everything, like his childhood, you know, watching things like Indiana Jones and, and Star and Wars, Star Wars and- as they came <laughs> out and seeing this man who just like meant so much. Right. Yeah. And trying to actually carry on like a legitimate in- interview with him, which is too much. Like he just <laughs> couldn't do it. Um, I could see that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a professional interviewer, but I'd, yeah. I'd be absolutely the same way if I met I, Ford. Yeah. It's just like, what do you ask? What do you not ask? It, uh, is he still not talking about Star Wars? Is yeah. he still like iffy on it? But Can like, he- and, you know, how do you talk to him about Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's so, yeah. I can't, I haven't, I don't think I've listened to the episode. Um, but I'd be interested to, knowing that that's what he said about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's done some really good one, good ones, uh, especially recently. Their guest list recently has been awesome. He Nick Offerman's been on twice. And oh, cool. he's... A dream. I, I, I do like Nick Offerman. <laughs> I love him so much. I, I mean, and then Adam Scott was on one recently too, and I've been very vocal about how much I like Adam Scott. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like probably my favorite actor, like working right now. But easily comedy. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I love Michael Fassbender and uh, Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. but those guys—I wouldn't really put them in the same like division no they're not they're in a different section mm-hmm. but, but mm-hmm. i see what you're saying <laughs> i've heard uh i've heard michael fassbender's really good in 12 years a slave i have to see that i've heard that's an excellent movie likewise i was gonna try to see it last and i week still week. haven't seen gravity Ooh, i was just texting with my parents because they saw it today and they loved it oh absolutely yeah it's so good man it's 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 unlike any movie i've ever seen like oh, yeah. i think and i hope uh, I think you have to see it in IMAX and you have to see it in 3D. That's what I hear. And yeah. I've never felt that way about a movie, but the effects are so awesome. It looks so good. Uh, it's it, We actually, it's funny, um, talked about it a little bit on uh, Brett's podcast at the top, but I cut yeah. it because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked for a really long time before I started right. um, talking about um, his topic, but... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we touched on it and both agreed that we really, really loved it. I think it's it's going to get Oscar attention of some sort. Oh, absolutely. I'm uh, good. It's really good. You got gots to check it yeah, out. I do have to check it out. Actually, I, the most recent movie I saw was for my birthday. My dad uh, took me to see Captain Phillips. Oh, nice. How is, was that? It's excellent. Um, it's uh, For me, personally, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Really? Movie. I mean, because, well, I, I, I obviously... Captain Phillips makes it out at the end, but like, yeah. you're just on the edge of your seat, like, what's gonna yeah. happen? Cool. And even the scenes where it's like, I can I can pick apart, like, all right, this is here for character explanation. Yeah. Like, when he's, like, in the sub and the and the, uh, the Somalis are talking about their motivations and stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I can tell this is for the movie, mm-hmm. but it's still, I'm still, like, in it. Like, uh-huh. even, it's weird for me, like, I can still break down, I can still be into a movie even though I know the movie uh-huh. structure you mm-hmm. know like sure 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 i know what you mean it's like uh you know everyone said that about zero dark 30 yeah it's like they you know they're gonna kill him but <laughs> you're still on edge like how is the you know the action sequence of the actual mission to kill bin laden was still you know really well done yeah it's you know, riveting to watch yeah. yeah 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 uh oh gosh what was i about to say oh do you ever go to the amc river east uh, down the loop 
No, I, I, well, I think I went there once to see Lincoln with a couple of friends. Okay, so. uh, we like to go to one movie at like 11 a.m., and then sneak into one or two more after we I see I love it. doing that shit. Yeah, that's Stephanie great. and I do that all the time. I love uh, doing that. Yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you have a day, like a day or half um, a day to kill, just catch exactly. another movie. Like, why the hell not? Exactly. You know? it's a, and it's I. It's so easy at AMC. Oh, at a multiplex? They, yeah, forget it. I hope it. no one ever uh, catches me that I do this. Uh, but, yeah, it's... So easy, because you get your ticket downstairs, I don't know, I mean, Lincoln, that was like a year ago, but you get your ticket downstairs, and then mm-hmm. you go upstairs to go to the right. movie theater, so yeah, it's, yeah. On a, it's even on a completely different level from where you buy your tickets, like, <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, for me, like, no, it's easy for me in any multiplex, yeah. like, if it's like eight, like, a, there's a one in Skokie that's 18 mm. theaters, and like, you can mm. just, you know, walk into the next mm-hmm. one, like, I think, what was the last time I did that, what did I see, uh, I think I saw... Uh, uh, this is embarrassing. I thought Tangled, and then like Paranormal Activity three or four, one of those, whatever one that was. What a double feature! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Stephanie and I also had a weird one recently. The most recent one we did was um, uh, This Is the End, uh, Monsters U. Yeah, and uh, I never, I didn't see Monsters U. I saw this. What was the third one? The Way Way Back. The Way Way Back. Uh, and all three of them were so good, and they were all, like, different enough that it was really... The last two we've done have been perfect. Like, every movie was good, and every movie was really different. Um, So Monsters U is worth the time. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's (laughs) awesome. It's, uh... It's... I would say... It's hard to say... It's hard to compare it to the first one. Mm -hmm. I feel similarly about Toy Story and Toy Story 2. I think they're both incredible movies, uh, and I love them both. But it's hard to say, like which one I like more. And I feel the same way about Monsters U. Like, yeah. it's really, really good. It's so creative. It's genius to to make it a prequel instead of a sequel. Like, mm-hmm. It was so good. It's absolutely worth seeing. Cool. Uh, the reason I brought up AMC River East is because there's a bowling alley. Ah, that was a good transition. That's what that was. Now, one. that's a segue. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> oh, my guest, Daniel Duvall, is going to talk to us about bowling today. Yes, I am. Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been recording. Yeah, sneaky, I figured you sneaky. had that, so. I figured you knew. It's, I, just, I keep having the same conversation with everyone who does it, but you know what? Why change it if it's not broken? <laughs> so, so far, it hasn't been. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, he says, as a big fan of the show, which I think is awesome, and I'm really uh, glad that I've been able to have some people on who um, really like it. And if, well, I, I would I would hope you didn't have people on that hated it. Yeah, not hated it, but like a lot of people have never listened to an episode oh, yeah, before yeah. they did it. You know, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. so. Uh, Really like it, meaning literally being a fan of mm-hmm. of and following the podcast. Uh, I think is cool. Yeah. Uh, I think I've um, referred to this previously, but Matt Viscanosh, um tried to uh, coin my fans of the podcast as MBS heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So bowling. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your inception of your love of bowling? Uh, my dad. Mm. it's an easy one uh you know my dad uh earliest memory i have of bowling was uh you know from the age of three or five or something like just my dad taking me out to 
Rolling Meadows, Illinois, to Rolling Meadows Lanes, where he had a league out there with cool. uh, with his buddies Tommy and Earl, and uh, they, and like they would just you know they would roll their league while I would uh, you know watch the arcade games that were like right behind the alley or something like uh-huh. that, and uh, or watch people play them right, or something right, right, like yeah. that. Uh, and after that, I would just you know bowl with my dad for a little bit, and awesome. it's like, and also I I my house is five minutes away from a bowling alley awesome. so like we, i would go you know as often as i could with my dad that's great uh you so you grew up in illinois was it in rolling meadows uh no i grew up in morton grove okay uh and i, I currently morton live there grove i knew you lived in the suburbs yeah, yeah uh do you so you commute a lot yeah i mean well just for you know the shows and for mm-hmm. my improv team and mm-hmm. uh do you uh, work out there? I uh, work in a different suburb. I work up in Wheeling. Okay. I know uh, where both those places are because in my job search and in my commute to uh, my first job in the city, I uh, there's I mean, it's really hard to find science jobs in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I worked up in Round Lake. So I passed through okay. Morton Grove to get to Round Lake. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so I know all these names and Wheeling. Uh, uh, anyway... Um, yeah, when I was growing up, we got a bowling alley, but it was new. Like, we, uh, the, it was the Lancaster Bowling Center, LBC, okay. and they, yeah, they built it maybe when I was, like, 10 or 11, mm-hmm. like, late elementary school, so I don't ever, I mean, I remember going there for birthday parties all the time. But it wasn't as nearly as integral as it obviously was to you. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I, I did. You know, I did birthdays there, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually, uh, I, I remember one year specifically. Uh, I sh- in elementary school, I shared a birthday with a girl with mm-hmm. one of the girls there, and uh, we had a joint birthday party there once. I don't think as she was, you do. I don't think she was digging it very much because we weren't like friends or anything. Oh. We just like <laughs> we just you shared. Both happened. To right, have... and we share a, you know an elementary school class of like 60 people sure so we know right. some people so like yeah. the same people would come and that's like, cool yeah it was Ugh. i mean i had fun doing it because it was bowling mm-hmm. like, bowling and pizza mm-hmm. and soda who doesn't love how it? could you <laughs> like any of these things more what was her name uh jessica jessica shout out to jessica yep sorry you didn't like that bowling birthday party as much as daniel did <laughs> <laughs> Uh, obviously, bowling had more of an effect on me. <laughs> uh, are you in League A League now? I, I currently, leagues? yeah. I actually just got into it again this year after about, boy, maybe nine years wow, of just not really? being into it. Yeah, like for some reason, uh, it was after uh, after my first year at SIU, which I didn't complete. Oh, uh, gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, like, you know, Where they is had, SIU? SIU is in Carbondale. It's okay. like at the southern tip of Illinois. Okay like six hours away i was gonna uh, say it's, that's a hike i know because we just <laughs> did, went, to st. went louis, to st louis which right. is right on the border as well and that's like five so. yeah that's actually right by siu edwardsville oh okay uh we passed university of missouri st louis okay. is right next to or part of that campus is right next to where we performed okay cool mm-hmm. but uh but yeah like i don't know after that like i, I actually like in the middle of that year mm-hmm. uh I just kind of lost the drive to do it. I just really? didn't want to do it. I don't know. Something happened. Like something happened in yeah. here. I'm pointing to my brain. Yes. Uh, <laughs> where, uh, <laughs> For the podcast listeners, right? Yeah. Uh, where like um, I just didn't want to do it anymore. And like Man. for uh, 
it's again it all comes back to my dad and then recently this year specifically my dad uh my dad was having health problems uh like i mean he'd had he'd had heart problems before mm-hmm. but this year he like had some serious ones like mm-hmm. with uh like he had a like he had triple bypass and stuff Oof. like that and it's been rough on him getting back from that like it's sure. just been tough to recover from it he's still you know not near 100 percent mm-hmm. uh but um Jeez. You know, somewhere in there, just thinking about that, thinking uh-huh. about, like, the fact that my dad was actually, uh, my dad was a pro. Wow. For, for one year, he was a pro. He cool. was a pro on tour for a year. And, when, uh, uh, how old was he? Uh, jeez, I gotta do some math here. He was probably 30, 32, in between there. Okay. I, I can't remember if exactly if it was 1980 or 1982. But you were already born. No, I was no. born two years after that. Okay. I knew it had to be around when you were born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either if it was right before or right after. Right. But, um, but, and just thinking about that and remembering, like, when I was a kid, how much I wanted to do pro bowling. Like, I was like, That's and just so thinking about, cool. you know, that and, like, you know, my dad, like, and thinking life is short and all that sure, stuff sure, sure. that goes through your head. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to get back into it. Cool. I want to do it again. Good for so, you. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And it, you still live, like, five minutes away from I'm, yeah. an alley? Still live with my parents. That's what I thought. That's, yeah. How often do you go? Uh, I try to go at least once a week, uh, you know, outside of league. Uh, they actually have a special... Uh, for, you can buy a block of bowling like four hours for like eight bucks or oh, something. Oh, cool. That's usually what I do. So I try just... I try to get about 15, 15 to 20 games in. In four for hours? Pra- for practice. Well, no, I get them in in about two. But <laughs> Wow. But, uh, yeah. No, I try to practice. That's my practice That's thing. awesome. I never, I mean, it's always something I've done with other people, so I've never really thought about how quickly you can get through a game. Yeah, you can get through a game your by yourself pretty quick. I can do about eight in an hour if I'm just chugging along and just going. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, how do... I never... I guess I've watched, like, a little bit of when they show uh, tournaments on, like, ESPN. Right, yeah. How does it... How do leagues work? Like, what? how many games do you play when it gets scored and things like, like that? Like in the pros? Uh, How does your league work? Oh, well, my league, it's just... Uh, it's... You get, you know, I mean, your score is just based on your average, but as far as, like, team points go, mm-hmm. you get two points for every game win. You bowl three games. Okay. You get two points for every uh, game, and then one point for series. Okay, but you go, you're pitted against another, another person. Right, well, uh, you're pitted against another team. I'm on a team of five, and the, there's another team of five that you go against. Okay. You're not, so. you're not specifically against that person. I was in a league this summer that was like that. Oh, okay. That was doubles, mm-hmm. where you do, do get points for the team win and the person you're bowling across from. Oh, you, got for it. beating them, you get points for that, Got it, too. got it, got it. Okay, so not necess- that's not necessarily uh, imperative in the league. Yeah, it's, it's all depending on the league, how they want to do it. Okay, so you go head-to-head against each team. You get mm-hmm. two points. For get per game, and then one point for series. So, like, if you get two out of three, okay, uh, you get the extra point for series. Cool, cool. Um, and does the league run all year? Does it have? A uh, it's got, it runs all winter and spring. Uh, I think it's thirty-three weeks, and it started probably eight weeks ago. So, yeah. okay, oh, but it runs so all just... through the summer and the spring, and then I just take do another league in the summer. Okay. Do another fall league, you know, it's just cool. a year-round thing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I've never really known anyone who's uh, who's that much of a bowler. Um, do you have a special ball? Uh, I got, 
How many do I have? I mean, I, I don't have that many that I don't remember. Uh. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, over the course of my life, maybe. But I, I use probably three okay. that I have reg in regular rotation. Uh, actually, for my birthday this year, I just got one. Nice. So, yeah, that I've been uh, trying to use. Uh, it's a gorgeous fucking ball. Really? And I said, like, I, I told my parents, like, I, if, because, you know, I'm on a fixed income, I can't uh -huh. afford a $200 bowling sure. ball. But they offered to buy me one. So oh, like that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Uh, how, uh, how heavy are the ones that you have? I, I roll 16. Wow. So. I, that sounds crazy to me. <laughs> that's heavy well, as shit. Well, the, the uh, general rule is you're supposed to, for like, you know, just a general house ball or something, uh -huh. use 10% of your body weight. Oh, interesting. And obviously mine's not quite 16. Yeah. A <laughs> right. Above, a little bit above that. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh yeah. I, I remember when I was, when I would bowl, like, recreationally, one of my biggest uh, problems was that I have really, um, I have, like, normal length fingers, but they're really fat. Oh, like, okay. for, I'm, like, my ring size is, like, eight or nine. Okay. Uh, maybe nine. Probably nine. Okay. Um, and, uh, which is... I think relatively large for a woman, especially for a person of my size. For someone that, yeah. I'm such a small person that like it doesn't make sense. Your for hands me to... are freakish. Is what yeah, you're I have freakishly <laughs> sausagey fingers, and everyone should be thankful that Daniel's the only one here and can see my sausage fingers as I try to do things like grip pens and uh, gesture. She's dropping them all over the place. <laughs> I, I can't. I, it's like a package full of Oscar Myers. Fumbling around a big pen. Uh, That's a Simpsons bit that I just thought of about <laughs> stubby fingers. But like uh, Lisa, Lisa is going to her. Uh, I think uh, the the person that whatever the band leader or mm -hmm. whatever, and she's going and she's playing saxophone. And she's doing really good. Mm -hmm. And then the band leader's like, "Oh, you'll never do that professionally." And she's like, "But I practice every day." And she's like, "Well, you have uh, stubby fingers. It's some. It's coming from some of the father's side." And then it cuts to Homer like holding a beer. He uh -huh. just drops it. He goes, damn, stubby fingers. That's like, <laughs> really funny. That's really funny. Uh, since this is something that I was just talking to uh, one of my Raygun teammates about this this weekend, mm -hmm. I've only really seen maybe 20 full Simpsons episodes. Like, I, wow. have, I have not seen, considering it's what, what, the longest running show? Since it's 25th season. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that much, but yeah, every time I see people talking about it on Facebook or like hear people quoting it and I don't know what they're talking about, I'm just, I kind of like sigh and, oh, and, and, and realize that at some point maybe that uh, I'll lose a large chunk of my life to watching all of The Simpsons. You really don't, I mean, coming from someone who's seen most of them. You don't have to watch the last decade and oh, a half. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not that great. Like, the first ten seasons are almost all Remarkable. flawless. Yeah. yeah like. <laughs> that's what I should do is, like, Google, like, a Simpsons viewing guide or something like that. Yeah, like, get, they... get your top 100 or something. And yeah. Just watch those, yeah. I know they had those things for uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, and I, I should probably do that with Doctor Who. I was trying to watch every episode of Doctor Who, but I think I should probably just do, like... Look at a guide and say, and if it tells me, I can skip it. Because <laughs> I'm, I don't, I'm not like in love with Doctor Who. I really love David Tennant, mm -hmm. and I just, I mean, I haven't watched it in probably a year, uh, but I was trying to get through it on Netflix. Um, I was doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, when I was living downtown, I, I lived uh, with 
uh, friend of mine. Uh-huh. And, like, just, uh, yeah, we both tried to get through Doctor Who because, you know, obviously it's yeah. a big... Yeah. And we, we just couldn't get into it's it. It's just not... It's just... It's a very specific style. That's what I'll say yeah. about it. It's, like, it's so specific and so, for lack of a better word, nerdy. Like, you know, and and, and the... The production quality in some of it is like weird and, yeah. and wonky, and I, but I love David Tennant. I've heard amazing things about Matt Smith. Mm. A lot of people cite him as their favorite doctor. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I I I, I'm I don't know. How, I don't know how he could be better than David Tennant. I don't either. I don't either, man. <laughs> I love DT. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you just yeah. outed your allegiance to the whole internet. I'm sorry, dude. I'm a DT girl <laughs> for life. Uh, he, I'm, I was currently watching the season that has blink. Don't the the, the blink episode? Yeah, there? what's it? Is it's, it? Called I think blink? it's just called Blink. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I got up to that was the only like that was the last episode. I thought this is excellent tv right that's what everyone says is like you have to watch that and so i've been but i'm so anal that i don't want to skip to it I yeah want you gotta to watch go all everything. the way up to it you might miss character development such you know. an anal television excuse me television watcher i started doing that with seinfeld uh I'm... a couple last summer after i lost my oh, job wow. i watched the first four seasons i just started the fifth one oh, a man. couple weeks ago you still but got a long way to go <laughs> I know. It's so I'm starting to get to where the really iconic stuff is though. Like mm-hmm. fifth season is puffy shirt. Yeah. I think it might have soup Nazi in it. I don't I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, uh they bowl on the Simpsons. They do. <laughs> yeah, there's there's an there's uh three separate occasions where I can think of with bowling in there. Not where bowling is featured in all of them uh-huh. necessarily, but uh the one first one I can think of in The Simpsons is uh, Homer. Uh, it's in the first season, I think. Uh, Homer doesn't know what to get uh, Marge for a gift because he's obviously last minute. Oh, you know, sure, he's sure, forgetful, sure. so he gets her a bowling yeah, he's ball. He's a dummy. He gets her a bowling ball with his name engraved on it. That's <laughs> really funny. And she's like, "No, I'm going to go bowling with this. Screw you, Homer." And uh, then she meets a uh, she meets a a, a a French bowling instructor named Albert, or not named Albert Brooks, played by Albert Brooks, uh, uh, pl- named Jacques, and uh, nice. <laughs> like, and that that's bowling's kind of featured in that, uh-huh. like you know, because they meet up in bowling. He like uh-huh. he buys her like a, a glove with her name on it. And oh, stuff. Like, I think you probably might. I might have seen that one. Uh, the the glove thing definitely sounds familiar. Yeah, with her having her own her own glove. Uh, on it. Yeah. Well, uh, why not you know explore. Uh, Bowling in pop culture. Do you have favorite bowling movies, bowling scenes? Uh, Big Lebowski. Abby, Abby, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was the first yeah, thing that came to mind for me. But how could it not be, man? Well, it's either that or Kingpin. And I've never seen Kingpin. Uh, I've, I've heard seen, of Kingpin. I've only seen it once, and I don't even know if I saw it all the way through. And I thought it was all right, mm-hmm. uh, but no, Big, Big Lebowski has the best like it's so good. bowling stuff in it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's good, so funny. Man. It's one. Of, I mean, it's such a good movie in general. Yeah, it is. It's really uh, good. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any other like movies where bowling is featured except for those two. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing's Episode, coming up. Episodes of shows. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to think. I feel like there's always that. Everyone's got like does one, like a like, bowling arc. I feel like it. Yeah. Obviously, the Flintstones was like oh, the first yeah, one sure, that comes sure, to sure. mind. Uh, yeah. 
we actually have there's a guy in the league who kind of bowls like Fred Flintstone. Like, <laughs> like, like well, if like if like the foul line is like this is useless to the podcast listeners, but mm-hmm. if the line's like here, mm-hmm. he's and you know the approach is this long, he stands mm-hmm. here all the way okay. over to the left edge and like and then oh that's so weird he bowls like Fred Flintstone. That's so funny. And he's good. Wow, cool. That that's always been interesting to me thing to me bowling seems like one of those things sports do what do you, you consider a sport uh i, I mean it's it could be anything i don't know if it's a sport or okay. if it's a hobby i don't know i don't know i don't sure. know what to call it because okay. I, I didn't I, know if you had a firm opinion on no no i i mean it's 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 hard you know yeah. it, oh, it's for hard sure. for like the pros it's hard the, that and kind of stuff. you but, can do it professionally yeah uh and I, I think it's it's one of the things that uh, it's interesting in that anyone can do it, mm-hmm. but watching people who do it well is very different from the casual bowler. Oh, yeah. You know totally, what I mean? Totally. totally and totally. I think that it's pretty unique in that regard. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are too many other things, sports or hobbies that I can think of that have right. that big of a difference. It's like everyone plays baseball the same way. Yeah. Everyone plays basketball the same way. Granted, the pros are incredible at it. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, but like, and, and that's the thing. Like in, uh, I mean, in, in bowling, you're taught a basic style mm-hmm. of approach and mm-hmm. release and all of that too. A, like, like you are in baseball. You or, curve it right. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the ideal way you want to do it. But mm-hmm. I mean, even if you don't have a ball that does it, there's different ways you can release it. You can release it where your hand position is here at the release. Mm-hmm. You know, where you actually have side like ball at your, and you flip uh, your fingers out and stuff. at your. Leg. Well, you, yeah, you release it like actually a little bit past it. Oh, like, past your leg. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, again, demonstrating bowling would be useless. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> um, it's okay. But you know, you, you have your basic approach. But like I said, there's a guy who bowls like Fred Flintstone, mm-hmm. and you would never teach that to a kid mm-hmm. ever. And, right. And and like it's all and, and, and it's like you said in, in in baseball, there's basic ways to teach everything in baseball how mm-hmm. to throw it how to hit mm-hmm. it i guess pitching is a good example of something that's also very can be very very different from pitcher to pitcher yeah you, yeah stances and releases like you're saying like knucklers you know? yeah knuckleball guys completely different from anybody else right uh sidearm is becoming uh an interesting uh an interesting yeah i wonder do you guys think they can like save their shoulder or something throwing uh side there's mm, there's a little bit uh there's i've actually read uh some articles recently there's a new knuckleballer coming through uh the braves organization uh, i can't remember his name but i read a really good article on him and in that article they kind of outlined very briefly how uh different types of pitching affect arms differently i mean definitely if you've got a guy who's throwing you know 98, 99 mile an hour fastballs. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to, you know, get some kind of. His shoulder's gonna be done before. Yeah, it's gonna be days. like. Uh, since I've lived in Chicago, like the example is Kerry Wood. For me. sure, Kerry Wood Kerry was Wood done was... after two years. You know, yeah, he needed that Tommy John surgery. Awesome. Yeah, he was great. Uh, awesome pitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean. Tommy John is just becoming a, a rite of passage for pitchers. It, it is, seems. and the, everyone says like they come back better after. Yeah, it, which is a weird lot to of me, but... they're starting to um, think about just like doing it uh, before it's needed. Basically, hmm. like it's like a it's 
may start becoming more prevalent that pitchers just like get one, <laughs> even if they don't need, especially when they're younger, so that it doesn't affect them later in their career. Hmm, but some guys, and then you get into the guys who have had more than one. Yeah. That's true. Uh, is that a thing? Is that a? Are there like long term bowling effects on uh, shoulders or elbows? Well, like, you know? uh, well, I mean, I I would cite my dad, but again, he played a bunch of stuff. He played baseball. Oh, uh, he did stuff, but he has like no rotator cuff. Really? Left. Yeah, he's got nothing left. Like, was he a pitcher or? Uh, n- no, I don't think he was ever pitched. Uh, I think he he was shortstop. Uh, if I remember. I love shortstops. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, my dad's short for. Any pro athlete, I think he's like five, six, maybe. Really? <laughs> yeah. And You're taller than your dad. I am taller than my dad. <laughs> uh, everybody, I think everybody in my family's taller than my dad. So short. I think my mom's even taller than him by like. That's an so funny. <laughs> he's so short. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That's the thing is he always had short legs. Uh-huh. So whenever my mom, uh, when they were dating, and he would go play ball, uh-huh. she said it was always just he was the funniest because he had the shortest he legs had to and he take... was running. He had to take the most steps to run. Believe the bases. me. <laughs> I know that's <laughs> yeah. like. It was so frustrating growing up in soccer when guys uh, and girls would be so much taller than me, mm-hmm. and running was so much easier because I would have to take you know a stride and a half to two strides for every one that, that they first, were doing. Yeah. So you know you're talking about wearing yourself out. You know a tie <laughs> like. At least fifty percent more, if not a hundred percent more. Yeah. Uh, so there were times where, like, I could tell my legs were moving faster. <laughs> but <laughs> I just couldn't go faster. <laughs> there was nothing God you could do about d- it. These, You're these, going as hard as you can. This person's just g- I know. G- going a little further off. The I distance. know. It was. Listen, I've had a really hard life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. I uh. I've never been very good bowler. Um, <laughs> did did you when you were little? Did they have things like bumpers and stuff like that? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's funny how it's changed now. Uh, they actually have uh, gutters with the bumpers built into them uh-huh. that like pop out. Uh huh. I've uh, seen those. Uh, when I was little, they didn't have those. They just had the <laughs> they had the long inflatable balloons. Really? Like the literal bumper, like that you would put huh. down there, and then they would inflate it, and it would be like you know like. A, I guess that's that why. I guess that's why I asked is because I wasn't sure if the you know the ones that they because they just like put a thing down there and pull it out usually. Right. Yeah. Seen. Actually, now the, the classic the, the house that I uh-huh. is near me. They're automated now. Oh, cool! They can customize bumpers, it to each bowler. That's awesome. Yeah. That would have been so helpful when I was growing up because <laughs> especially when you get older, high school, college age. There's some people who want to play without, and people like myself, who would get a gutter ball every time. <laughs> Not every, but mm-hmm. oof, 75% of the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm a terrible bowler. Yeah, they generally, I mean, maybe they shouldn't, but they try to put an age limit on a bumper, I think, because they're just, they just think like, hey, you know, oh, like a, like a high school kid is just is screwing around with a bumper. You know? Ageism. Yeah, I see what you mean. It, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to intentionally try to bounce it off the bumpers. Right. Like, I'm going to try to make it go straight. I just have no guarantees that it's going to. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a handicap. You just want that as like your uh, buffer, like, you know, uh-huh. like, just to even out the playing field. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Come on, guys. Uh, we're all adults. Oh, boy. Uh, what was I... 
do you have any um like do you follow professional bowling uh i i, I try to i don't get the uh there's actually less tournaments this now to watch on TV, so it's kind of frustrating. Do they but air it less, or? Uh, 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 well, yeah, they just air less tournaments because they play less tournaments. Uh, oh. But, um, yeah, like it? I said, for eight years I didn't follow it, and now oh, recently right, 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 I'm starting right. to follow yeah. it, so I'm just kind of catching up Getting on who's who. Like, and, you know, the, I mean, the, the biggest thing on tour right now is this Australian guy named Jason Belmonte. Jason Belmont. He's like, he's like, I think 29 or 30. He's like our age. But he's a two-hander. Whoa. Yeah, and like everyone's like, like oh. Does two- he, does he granny it? Or do, like, how no, does he No, no, he like, uh, he, you know, starts off kind of the same, like, you know, he holds the ball on his side with two hands like this. Uh-huh. But then as he's coming through, he just kind of, he only uses these two fingers. He doesn't use his thumb. Wow. And he just kind of uses his left hand uh-huh. as like a guide to where he wants the ball to go. And then he just like that wow he, so he he'll put like big spin on it with big spin the, big speed the, like we're talking like 22 miles an hour like wow what's uh what's a normal average like 15 or 16 really that's mine yeah and i'm like i'm a normal how do you know your speed they have speed guns cool yeah that's kind of cool. oh my god <laughs> that's awesome but he, so he like uh what do other pros usually do? uh you know they'll throw 17 or but it's, so he, you're talking. He th- throws it way faster. Three or four miles mph per hour more, yeah. So, and least. and way higher RPMs. So he gets more pin action. Wow, like, they can you measure RPMs too. Uh, I not at my house, but like right, right There's right. ways to do it. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, but like he. Um, Are there any smart balls or anything like that, or is it oh, all I done? Externally? I actually don't know. Probably externally, probably done with like guns and yeah, know, yeah. Ways to Just measure. curious. Wouldn't that be cool, though? That would be they awesome if they had something like that, yeah. I think they have those for baseball, but I don't think they use them on, on a professional level. Oh, that measure rotation? And uh, like, I think so. I know they can measure... I know there's electronic baseballs. Maybe it's just for, like, speed and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I know, yeah, like you said, they usually use guns for those, too. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they have the, those bowling balls or anything. That, I never even would have thought of that being something that you could statistically measure. That's yeah. so cool. Jason Belmonte... Yeah. I, How I, old is he? Oh, you said he's, he's, he's like, yeah, yeah, like 28 to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to 30 or that's something right, that's like right. that. That's right, that's right. You said that. Uh, so is he winning a lot? Uh, he's doing all right for himself. Uh, I think but there's not any rules about, uh, you know, when you have to release? No, or... not as, no. <laughs> huh. That's Just, really uh, cool. The only rule that I know on tour is you can't use a ball that's been reused. You can't use a used one. It's got to be like a new one that's only been drilled for you. You can't use one that you've gotten from somebody else, plugged it, and re-drilled it to your your hand. You know what I mean? Okay, so it just has to be your own ball. It has to be your, yeah, your ball. That you, you can use. use a ball that you've used before. Oh, yeah. Okay. But not, uh, just not one that's been given to you by somebody oh. from some, that's been drilled why? already. Just so they uh, know. It's just one of the rules. I don't know why. Hmm, exactly. Interesting. Um, do you have any, do you, you have any, like, personalized balls? They're all drilled custom for my hand, yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, as far as personalized, like, none of them have my name on them. Okay. But, uh... You should get one that says Homer on it. <laughs> I, I thought about that, believe me. Uh, actually, actually, uh, when I was 15 or 16, uh-huh. uh, I saw the most beautiful thing in a comic book store I'd ever seen. Uh-huh. Was, uh, have you seen the episode that that is featured about bowling, where Homer puts together a team and he asks Mr. Burns for the funds for it? I believe I have, but if I have, it's been a very long time. 
I have one of those jerseys. Really? That they get at the end. Cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. It's Homer's jersey, and it says Homer. It's got pin pals on the back. It's got yeah. the four of them like this all stitched on there. It's real nice. That's <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I love cool. stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff that's like a real thing on the show. Like, I thought about getting a El Pollo Loco shirt. Yeah, but yeah that'd be cool. From yeah. uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I love... I love that kind of stuff. I yeah. have a, um, I just got, I got it for like five bucks, a uh, a shirt um, that just says Atlanta on the front, and it has Powers 55 on the back from uh, Eastbound and Down. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, forgot that he played for the Braves in that beginning of that show. Yeah, the very <laughs> beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, literally, I think the first Yeah, like the montage, first episode, like yeah. the first scene, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I so washed up because he had some kind of like breakdown. I still gotta catch up on that show, but uh, how much have you seen? Uh, was it in four? Mm-hmm. I think I saw the first two, maybe. Uh, the third and the third, I think, is my favorite season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say absolutely watch it. The fourth so far is brilliant. All right, cool. The second I wasn't crazy about. I don't like mm-hmm. all the Mexico stuff. I think it's. They play the same joke over and over again. Yeah, personally. Uh, yeah, they kind of do that. Uh, it picks up at the end, though. There, it definitely does, and there's some funny things in the sh- in that season. Like, don't get me wrong, I think it's the weakest of all four, mm-hmm. hands down. But the fourth one is so good. He's a uh, he becomes a um, uh, like a panelist on a sports show, <laughs> and the the host of the sports show is uh, played by Ken Marino. Okay. It's so good, man. It's so good. It sounds like fun. Uh, that show is doing things in nobody else doing. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's so cool. They have the the Pinfels jersey. Yeah, that's. So, I I said this is perfect for me. Two of my favorite, favorite things, things. Uh-huh. right there. I have to have that, uh-huh. and I wore that. I think every week of my junior league after I got it. That, I was gonna ask if you were. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Me. Are you kidding? That's of course, I wore that. Awesome. Uh, do you, is that the only jersey that you have? Uh, that's the. Uh, I mean, I got jerseys from every every year I was in junior league. I, oh, sure. I sure. got some different ones. Like they would change them every once in a while. Oh. So I got, and I got one from my high school bowling club, which I was president of. Nice. Yeah. That was actually uh, the year I got my high game. So. What's your high game? 298. 298? Yeah. yeah you folded 298? It, it was that close. What frame was it? it was that, well, it's, it's gotta be the last one. Oh, that's the only... Yeah, well, otherwise, if you get like a... Yeah, if you get a... If you miss it in the first frame, the highest you can get is a 290. Oh. Yeah, it's like the more strikes you string together, the higher total is. Right, so right, I got right, 11 right. strikes in a row, and then down to that last shot, and like... You're, it's like oh, <laughs> what a heartbreaker! Yeah, well, you know, it's like your your my knees were like jelly like i didn't yeah, yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah, you can't you know, even i could barely throw it i was lucky to get eight pins on that last shot it was terrible were you were you just tired or no no it was you were so nervous it was all nerves yeah it was, totally was it during a tournament no we, it was the club didn't like it was a club it wasn't a team oh, you know? we just got oh, together and oh, just bowled oh, for oh, fun oh, oh, cool, cool. but still it was like you know that, that was my high game so is <laughs> awesome uh how uh, like how what's your average now uh, I, uh, it was 198 until this week. Oh no. And it's probably gonna go down because I kind of pulled like crap. Uh, oh. Yeah. That's so cool. I can't believe you. But it's in, still in the 190s, but yeah. 
298. Yeah, no, it's that I'd close. say my average is like no bumpers, probably uh, 60 ish. <laughs> <laughs> if I break 100 with no bumpers, happy. We've all come on a long, incredible journey together. <laughs> my, uh, actually, uh, I remember this, uh, I mean, I remember most, most memories of bowling I remember vividly, but like after homecoming, my date, uh, we went bowling because mm-hmm. uh, it was open and we just started out. So parents, we were 14, so mm-hmm. the parents took us 14. to, I was so the parents took us bowling uh-huh. and, uh, she's like, yeah, I usually average about 30, you know, she, and then, uh, you know, with some instruction from me on like how mm-hmm. to actually do it, uh, she, she got a double, like. And no way. She said it was something she'd never done before. Was no get a way. Yeah, cool. So. She never got a strike before. That's what she and said. She got yeah. a double. <laughs> That's so cool. I feel, yeah, I could maybe do that too. I don't think I've ever played with people who were, you know, like, league or oh, anything okay. like that. I've just played with, you know, people who are good or the people who could just get it down the middle of the. Yeah, that's, that's always a contention for me when I go out just with friends or uh, something if they're going bowling I'm, I'm like do i bring my own gear yeah do i bring a house ball like do i or do i just use a house ball uh-huh. like i don't know like it's like i was like i always feel weird about uh-huh. bringing my own stuff just to a casual yeah, thing yeah yeah but... yeah yeah sure that's totally fair <laughs> i mean i feel like people go through the same things with uh things like ice skates and yeah anywhere where you may rent something that's true yeah. uh I would totally bring my own stuff if I had it. <laughs> uh, I don't see why you wouldn't. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's odd. what's. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, moment or story? Or oh man, I mean two ninety eight. Well, two ninety eight is pretty up, pretty high up there. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, are you really close with your dad? Uh, yeah, uh, as seems far like as that, it. yeah, my dad. Uh, I love my dad as a coach. He's 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 very uh, he's very no nonsense about it. Like that's funny. Even when I, when I was just starting to get into it, uh, uh-huh. and like after he'd been released from the hospital, uh-huh. uh, I, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was like, "Do you mind coming to watch me? Because I feel like I, I, to come watch me practice because I'm rusty as hell." Sure. You know, and you know, he's just no nonsense about it. He's like, you know, your arms doing this uh-huh. and you're doing this, and then like. Every, and then, like, all right, so I got my mechanics down a little bit better. Uh-huh. And then every week I come back to him. Or actually, he's seen me bowl bad games in league. <laughs> and, he's, and he just says, like, get your head out of your ass. <laughs> and start doing what you know how to do. <laughs> That's so funny. Because whenever you bowl bad, it's all mental. It's uh-huh. all, you know, it's... You know how to do it. Yeah, you should know how to do it. It's all mental. Like, Man, this last week I said I didn't bowl very good. Uh-huh. Uh, I finally caught what I was doing wrong, and it was totally like mental. It was just my mechanics were completely off. My timing hmm. was totally off. So very, once I focused on that, I you know threw three in a row, and it was like, oh, okay, that's what I was doing wrong. That's so funny. <laughs> I think that's also very baseball esque. Yeah, with you know swings and pitches are so mental. There's a lot of mental room to really be. Yeah, especially when you know all the mechanics and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. Guys who can hit it out of the park or, you know, strike out anybody have the ability to do it. It's mostly just mental stuff keeping yeah. them from That's, it. I've been trying to apply it to my improv, too. Yeah. Like, but, uh, <laughs> like just trying to be like, you know how to do this. Just go out there and do uh, it. Like, stop being a, you know. What a tough line that is, though. Like, especially with improv, because it's fun. Uh, I think about this a lot, that the... Uh, um, 
UCB motto is don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it really is more often than not, you know, staying out of your head is one of the best things you can do for yourself, especially if you're a trained improviser, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's one of the reasons I really like coaching the mixer mm-hmm. because you see these improvisers who are so like unencumbered by the scene, unencumbered by like, uh, um, some of them still are unencumbered by like trying to make a team or trying to like be aware of who's in the room and who's watching what and things like that. Um, uh, but it's so fun to watch them improvise because there's no pressure. The room is full of people attending the mixer. There's essentially no other audience. It's a very warm, warm, like very encouraging. Yeah. If you if you ever have a free Monday, I would recommend it. Hey, yeah, uh, maybe. It's only five bucks. Uh, some I know I know seasoned people who go and do it just to like play with new people, to meet new people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's cool. It's, it's yeah, really cool. fun. Yeah, maybe I'll do uh, one of these nights mm-hmm. after rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh, when when what time is your rehearsal? Uh, it's for, it's till nine thirty. Okay. The mixer starts at ten. Yeah. Mixer I starts at ten. Be able to make that. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Uh, just a thought. I mean, reader Kevin Reader runs it from the dialogue, yeah. so. Um, Anywho, speaking of improv, let's get into uh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> the final question you always have. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, how do you think bowling has affected your life, and more specifically, your creative endeavors? Um, well, it's, uh, boy, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's funny you say that because I, I can't really I can't think specifically of. A time when I've actually applied something, like, mm-hmm. literally to, like, all right, you do this in bowling, do mm-hmm. this in this scene. No, mm-hmm. uh, but um, I tr- I've been thinking about it more and more, uh, especially Getting since... Getting back I, into since, it. Yeah, well, especially since uh, I knew I was coming on here. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. To answer this question. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, that's, like, a, that's funny. Um, uh, I actually love whenever... I think I may have mentioned this on Brett's, um, but... I think there's only been two or three times where people have listened to the show before so they know what kinds of things I'm going to ask and they've thought about it yeah. before the podcast. You, Brett, and Ryan Ben. Yeah, I remember Ryan Ben said mm-hmm. he did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah uh, and I was a boy. Uh, but no, I mean, I just think of you can apply so many rules. Like you just said, stay out of your head. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so important in bowling is mm-hmm. just go up there and do it. And uh, Sure. Just... You know, just just do it, and, and like once you do it, the results are there. You know, it's like yeah. And I just think about that. Yeah, you try to think about that when I go up there and do a. Scene. That's a that's a really good way to put it. I think. Yeah. You know, if you don't, if you stay out of your head, and uh, just play to your ability, whether that's playing, you know, the sport of bowling or playing, you know. <laughs> An improv show. Yeah, like I said, like I said about my dad telling me to get my head out of my ass. If he was an improviser, he'd probably tell me to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Uh, I think uh, Mike Lara will absolutely say things like that. And I mean, he's not. I wouldn't say that he's going to be no nonsense. I mean, you guys have been had him. We've had him for a few. For yeah, about weeks. three or four weeks. Yeah. Uh, but he's uh, he's a really good dude. I'm I'm really looking forward. Oh, he's cool. To he's su- right now. He's super encouraging. He stuff, so, yeah. absolutely is going to be this whole process. Uh, um, I think that's something. I mean, with with things like bowling, 
It's got. It's so. I mean, you say yourself, your dad brought you to it. Yeah, it usually. It, like I said, every story revolves around uh-huh. it in some sort, or some fashion. That it's it's gonna be so. I think they're similar in that it's a group. You know, it's it's not just about you doing it on your own. Uh, yeah, that's very true. You gotta gotta have people helping you yeah right? yeah yeah for sure <laughs> even the coaches. pros even the pros will have uh their coaches on the side like yeah. there's just people they can talk to about you know is this the right move is this cool the right, you know to make a ball change or to change where they're lining up on the approach or uh-huh. like that kind of stuff they'll still have coaches up there being like is this the right thing to do that's you know? absolutely uh analogous to improv yeah it is yeah um do you uh i mean it's obviously brought you closer to your dad yeah that i was kept us close uh he always yeah yeah he said he drove me uh he volunteered to coach my junior leagues every week so, yeah uh even now i actually the people i bowl with in league currently a lot of them were my coaches for my junior league cool and some of them were even in my junior league so they're my age you know that's and, great so, I mean, uh, so many of them ask about my dad Just that's like, great yeah they still remember him and stuff cool. so that's like super cool to me very cool man <laughs> yeah. uh well thank you so much for doing this it was super fun. Well, thank uh, you for having me. You were a wonderful guest. Uh, thank you for the Lining Kugels Berry Vice. <laughs> uh, MBS Sing, sponsored by Lining Kugels Berry Vice. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, hopefully. That'd, be a, good spo- that'd be a good sponsor. <laughs> a little fruity. A little fizzy. Uh, we'll close it out uh, with the thing I say at the end of every podcast. Daniel, I love you and I mean that. I love you too, MB. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.